0: You get uh, really into cooking. I love to cook, man. You've really always do. loved to cook. You've always been pretty good at it. It's almost like an innate thing. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm a good cook. For somebody who doesn't know shit about, it, I'm, I'm a good cook. You don't know anything, but like you will like cook stuff for people. It's so good that they'll like cry. There's been several instances of uh, you feeding dinner to people and them crying like angry tears. Man, why angry? After you, you cook the meal so good, man. You know one of their uh, darkest secrets. Oh, they revealed themselves to me, and they are man not happy about this. But man, you I, know, there's nothing the you do about. I it. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sucks. I, I didn't know that would be a side effect. You had no idea, but um, you're happy it happened. So you, you get like super into cooking, and like you're doing a lot of experiments. What do you, What do you mean experiments? You are doing like snow-based meals?
1: <sighs> snow-based meals. Yeah, so you'll
0: have the snow there uh and then like you kind of like craft food around it. Sometimes it's it's almost a, it looks like a taco. It's like a, it's like a snowy taco. A then, snowy taco? It's the name of your restaurant. And then, I have a restaurant yeah, called the Snowy Taco. Called the Snowy Taco. And it's a snow-based taco restaurant. Uh, it's not just tacos. Um, you have a, a bunch of different stuff that you mix it with. You you have like um, on Friday your special from twelve till three is a uh, spaghetti and ice cubes. That fucking sucks. No man. sauce. What? There's also no salt and pepper in the restaurant. Why? Because you just consider an insult to the chef. This sucks. You started off. It started off with salt and pepper, but what happened? You had to get rid of it because every time that. Um, A customer used the salt and pepper on their food. The uh, server was instructed to run back and tell you. And you'd walk out there and be like, you know, how dare you humiliate me in front of my family? I I wouldn't do this. You think you won, but you're so filled with passion when you cook. You feel like that I lose all of my, like, integrity and, you know, the you know, like, no, dude. You have more integrity than you've ever had in your fucking life. I finally, can't handle criticism. Finally, you stand for something. You know, uh. you stand as a uh, professional, standing against the oncoming horde of the stupid population. I sound like a weak human being. No, dude. You so you sound like it, but you feel strong as Oh, uh, I don't like this. You know what I mean? I don't like this at all. You're strong as Ugh, fuck, dude. Don't like this. Unfortunately, the restaurant's not doing well. Yeah, why the fuck would it? I don't know. You you did a happy hour special. It was um a, a can of Miller Lite and just like a, a giant like forty ounce thing of ice cubes. You had to chew all the ice cubes before you could drink the Miller Lite. Like it, it was a really bad promo. <sighs> that sounds terrible. The restaurant's in trouble yeah but like you blo- like when you think about that restaurant closing your blood boils well then i need to fucking get real and somebody needs to have like a is anybody concerned do i have like a mentor who's like giving me a heart-to-heart about this or you had like a like a restaurant consultant but like you don't listen yeah. to him who is it uh brendan haberdash <laughs> brendan haberdash yeah he is uh the best Restaurant consultant (laughs) in the United States. Like this guy, dude, like he shows up. Like if you do business with this guy, he shows up in a limousine. He gets out sunglasses on. They're the darkest sunglasses anyone's ever seen. Man. If you don't have like everything set up perfectly, uh, you know, a buffet waiting for him. A big old uh, big uh, ice chest filled with champagne couple of ladies of the night i have to hire prostitutes yeah. when Brendan haberdash comes to town to visit me yeah jesus christ pad yeah it's um it's a whole crazy thing and this is something how how many times have i seen him just the one time so how did i find the ladies of the night you got your ways so uh what so- ends up uh, happening is you got this restaurant right and like yeah i gotta be honest with you. like it's not going well you put so much passion that snowy taco boiling passion into the snowy taco and you're like what am i doing wrong like why isn't this working you know yeah the other day i think it's pretty fucking clear why it's not working yeah why do why do i not see that as that version of me because you're just so into the idea of uh, snow cooking, because it's, the innovation involved with it, you just think to yourself, like, you, you go, look, I've been uh, to, to Timbuktu in talamazoo and I ain't never seen a snow-based restaurant. There's a, a reason for that. Yeah. Because it's a stupid fucking idea. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. So you sink all your money into it. and That sucks. Um, it's not doing well. Yeah, I people. deserve whatever's happening. Yeah, so it's, it's not really working. And you're trying your hardest. I bet. I'm not seasoning anything, but yeah. I'm. I'm committed. I'm committed to a bad idea. And then one day you're in there, you're wondering what you're going to do. Yeah, are, are are like my bills paid, or am I like no? They're past due by about three months. Holy shit. Yeah. The, the electricity company sent you a, a like a few letters being like, hey, just so you know, friendly heads up, um, you forgot to pay the bill a week and a half ago, go to our website, no late fees, just, you know, just give us the money when you them. can. But you don't do it. And so uh, eventually they just start sending you- Is it because I don't have it? Yeah. Eventually they just start sending you like body parts in the mail. What the fuck? Why would they just shut my electricity off? I mean, look, I can't. I mean, I can't get inside these people's. Heads. I'm a snow-based restaurant. Yeah, so you start getting like ankles and like ankles. Yeah, not the whole foot, just the ankle. just the ankle. Oh god, yeah, that's gross. They wrote ankle on it in permanent marker. You always have to. Yeah, you know, I couldn't identify it just on its own. You try to wash it off; it never comes off. Why would I try to wash it off? Just you wanted you wanted to bury it, and you wanted to give the uh, the body some dignity. But okay, I'm an that. idiot in this future. A little, yeah. So uh, you know you're kind of hanging out and doing this, and you you're in the yeah you're not you're in the uh, the red you know big time. One day it's uh, a Sunday afternoon in okay. Austin, Texas. Okay. Someone literally kicks in the door. Oh man, it's your first customer of the day of the snowy taco. Yeah. Okay. It's like two, third in the afternoon. You've been open for like five hours and not a single person has come in nope at one point someone walked by and looked the, the, at the uh the signs and you, you couldn't hear him you can just see him he's so far away but like at this point he just clearly starts like laughing and he falls over and starts going you know rocking back and forth laughing at the restaurant he's keeled over laughing at the idea of the snowy taco another guy shows like runs up and just punches this guy in the fucking face jesus christ that's a star. crime Oh, do you call the cops? Yeah, Pat. If I saw somebody get, I saw somebody assault another person. Yeah, and then steal their car. Yeah, and I would all, I would hold that over that guy. I would call the police, and after I was done talking to the police, I would go out and go, "Hey, I saw you making fun of my fucking restaurant, but I just called the cops." You're welcome. He looks you like right in the eye, and he goes, "I'll never forget this." Please don't. And I walk inside. Once a year, you get a, a letter from this kid. Yeah. Uh, he grows up. He becomes uh, like like a lawyer for the uh, impoverished. Yeah. He has uh, personally saved 15 wrongfully convicted uh, people from oh, death row. shit. What's his name? Heathcliff Rod. Heathcliff Rod? Heathcliff Rod rod is his name you changed his. you changed his life and he's heathcliff i had a huge impact on Damn. heathcliff rod the community he lives in like they've never been better oh, things are going well like good every kid raised in the neighborhood becomes a doctor holy shit they cure uh premature ejaculation you're welcome everybody yeah that one's on me they devoted their lives to it So you're hanging out, and uh, the door's kicked in. Yeah. In walks a man. Okay. You look at this guy. Yeah. Dark slacks. Crisp white shirt. Tucked into those slacks as perfectly as anyone could possibly try to do. Yeah. He's wearing, like, suspenders. Suspenders? Yeah. Okay. One suspender says uh, N. The other says S. I don't like this at all. You look at this guy and you think to yourself, if there were two alleys to walk down, one of them featured this guy. I'd go the other one. And one of them featured God. Oh. You go. I'm meeting my maker that night. You think that to yourself. This guy walks up to you. He He's goes. I'm terrified of him. Yeah. Why? He's got. He's just got an air about him, dude. Like, the, like the the hairs on your arm stand up. A few of them are like touch and ignite. I'm not very hairy. You grow set, but you grow like a lot of hair that day, dude. <laughs> that that day, I yeah. grow a, the fear. Yeah, fe- just looking at this guy, it's not even really fear. It's more just like profound respect. Man, I'm, just, I'm being dominated. Yeah. But like, but there is, you're being dominated, but there is absolutely no shame within you. It's sure. like this thing where it's like, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's like getting hit by a, a tidal wave. You're going to go flying. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Some people got it. And this guy's got it. He Damn. walks up to you, he sticks out his hand, he goes, uh, he goes up. "Hey, how are you? Uh my name is uh Nikki savs Oh no. "Of the Nikki Savs restaurant group." No. Do you shake his hand? <sighs> yeah. You shake this guy's hand, Nikki Savs, of the Nikki Savs restaurant group. Yep. And suddenly it's like you have a um like a vision kind of you're floating in the air. <laughs> All around you are a bunch of like uh like pieces of roast beef. I'm in a roast beef heavy universe. Yeah. And and they're flying next to you. I'm like, in a beefy environment. You're in a beefy environment. And and you 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 don't know how you know this, but you know that the, the the pieces of roast beef wink at you. What? They have eyes? No, but like you feel it in your heart. Oh, you see a bunch of sauerkraut fall on top of this roast beef. Oh, okay. Little bit of a thousand island dressing. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm not a big sauerkraut guy, personally. Sauerkraut disappears. <laughs> <laughs> you see some toasted bread come on top of these sandwiches. They get wrapped up in tin foil. They get put into like giant bags. I I'm all witnessing say, all around me this roast beef sandwich is being assembled by the air by nothing yeah you're flying with them like uh <laughs> like you're seeing it's like a point of view thing you don't actually see like your hands or no your, you know but they're I mean? just forming you in, see out it of form nothing in front else. of you you're a thousand miles above the earth that's a fucking insane thing to say pat yeah i'd lose my mind you see that you see them uh the bags that they all get put in they all say arby's on them <sighs> Suddenly, you fall down a thousand feet and smash into the ground. You kind of like come to. Him. So uh, you finish shaking uh, Nikki Sav's hand. God and you, damn! You it. realize you recognize this guy. Nikki Savs uh, has a, a restaurant called Nikki Savs. Yeah, he manages uh, Nikki Savs Restaurant Room. This guy is one of the most feared restaurant owners in Austin. He sounds like an intimidating force. He, uh, he runs a four-star restaurant. Okay. Out of how many stars? Three. <laughs> he, uh, God, there's man. like a two-month waiting list to get on it. What kind of What kind of cuisine are we talking here? So basically what he does is he goes to other restaurants and he just intimidates everyone and steals their food. They don't actually cook anything. They go to different restaurants, steal the food, and then bring it back and pass it off as their own. And their whole thing is like, You fucking come to... And they say fuck in the the commercial. (laughs) This commercial airs uh, during the Super Bowl. (laughs) What? Yeah, he he paid for it. And he goes, look, you fucking come to Nikki Sav's. You never know what you're going to get. He gets fined uh, like $2 million for saying fuck. Yeah. He appeals. Yeah, how did they get past people? Well, that's what happens is that he goes like, clearly you should have beeped that. No one did. I don't think you should sue me. So he actually wins the countersuit. He wins a a 20 million dollar gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Never expires. Okay. So this guy's kind of like the bad boy of like the restaurant scene. Like he you don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. Why? This though? guy walks past you, you you and he looks at you. He gives you the, the common courtesy to look at you. You you nod and you say, Mr. Sass. He walks past him. He's one of these guys where he's a fearsome enemy and an inspiring leader. His people love Nikki Sass. They're like, yeah, he talks too loud, but he's a really great guy. Yeah. Their Friday lunch special is that Nikki says, I like lowers his voice a little bit. That's all it is. Oh man, and it people, costs fifteen dollars, and people go for it. Yeah, the restaurant's pretty fucking cool, and it's popping, dude. People oh, are like, man. What are <laughs> so what's he doing in the snowy taco? He goes, uh, "Hey, um, none of our food is good." He goes, "Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm here for it." He goes, "He goes, give it to me." What do I get out of this? He looks at you at the side of his eye, and he goes, "You like breathing, kid." I'm not giving you anything. I'm hanging on by the thinnest of threads. And he goes, and if you don't give me something to bring to my restaurant, that thread you're on is going to be covered in acid. Acid. (laughs) He threads. I say, you can take this to your restaurant, and I give him the finger right to his fucking face. You know what I mean? i am i just had a strange out-of-body experience shaking his hand i am i this i mean if if there is any chance that less people are going to come to my restaurant i'm not doing it i'm not going to give him anything yeah fuck him like he's not he's just going to steal my food and give me nothing i'm barely hanging on it's inevitable that i'm going to close you give him the finger? Yeah. He rips the middle finger off of your hand. Fuck you. He puts he and he goes he goes, "You've heard of throwed bread? Here's throwed middle finger." He throws it at like a table ten. They catch <sighs> it. They eat it. The people who are in my there are people in my restaurant. Yeah, there's one guy. What's his name? Uh Jeremy uh Jacobson. okay aka jj sports (laughs) jeremy jacobson the man who catches my severed middle finger is known casually as jj sports he is a local legend this guy's a local like uh sports legend he played basketball (laughs) he played football uh, he played like he was on the chess team. Man, uh, he did uh, mathletes. Man of many hats. He played uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. He taught sex ed at his school. <laughs> what? As a student? Yeah, as a 15 year old boy, he taught <laughs> oh, sex Jesus ed. Jesus Christ. What is the implication that he like knows from experience? He knows <laughs> so much from experience, dude. Man. Like, the sex ed class he teaches isn't even so much about, like, here's how you protect yourself during, you know, for safe sex and all this stuff. It's mostly just him just, like, showing, like, different, like, strokes and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, and, like, different techniques, you know, with the mouth and it's stuff. It's a technique class. Yeah. And, like, so everyone in, in that town, like, they know how to fuck really well like jesus christ it it raises the morale of everyone because of jj sports yeah the uh the guys feel better about themselves they uh, they no longer have to uh, act out on their uh, strange feelings of toxic masculinity because they're like I'm, I'm doing this really well yeah because of jj yeah JJ and JJ sports. like their partners are really happy because yeah. they're, they're like you know I, you know they, yeah. they go they go out to lunch with their, with their friends and they go the waiter walks away, she turns around to make sure he's gone, and they all say, "I've never been fucked like that in my life." And like all their friends are like, "Holy shit, that's crazy." So like everyone's Man. happy about it.: Yeah, this. dude. That's great. What yeah. an impact J.J Sports has had on this community. And then he rips your head off, and what? You um, think throws, he saves?: Yeah, he throws it back to your cook. Your cook is not even looking at you, puts his hand up and catches it. He's been practicing for this his entire life. For what? Catching my head? No, catching things that looking at them. His whole thing is like he always sees that in like kung fu movies and things at school. So he's been practicing it his entire life. He's right. really, really good at it. All right. So yeah, he catches uh, the head and then um, he uh, makes a, a new dish. It's called um, snowy face, and wow. basically it's just your head covered in snow and a little bit of like uh, Frank's red hot on top of it. It's not very good. Why would it be good, Pat? why the fuck would it be good well because he's a chef you feel like you'd probably know what they don't there's not even fucking salt and pepper in this restaurant how are they going to season my head with salt and frank's red hot um i don't know i mean again it, it seems like it's not the, the best idea and yeah. it's not it doesn't really like sell yeah why would it he kind of regrets it's doing my that. head he takes a minor financial hit but not enough to uh like notice a year from now he forgets this ever happened well, that's that's a sociopath. Yeah. I I'm sorry. You reported missing. They do a show called uh, America's uh, Most uh, Fat Guys Wanted, and it's just fat Jesus guys Christ. who have gone missing in America. And they go, look at this piece of fat fucking shit. They point at you and laugh. <laughs> they never find your body, so they just assume that you've like gone missing and stuff, and. For some reason they put you on that really hurtful TV show. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful. I mean, I would have been on that show too, so don't feel too bad. Yeah, man. You're right. But they call you fat fuck number one. And then in parentheses, number one? And then in front of this, they say, fuck this guy. (laughs) God damn. Number one? (laughs) (laughs) So you die, and uh you're made fun of on this uh TV show. Oh geez. I'm sorry it happened to you, man. There's something Fuck I could I could have done about it. I would have done it. Yeah, uh, thanks.